0: This episode of 48 Minutes is brought to you by 48MinutesNetwork.com. It's our new site. Sean made it. We're really proud of him. Yay, Sean. Hey, everybody. Alex again. We would like to thank Megaran for the use of his song, 48 Minutes, for the theme song for our show, 48 Minutes. Be sure to check Megaran out at MegaRan.com. He's a real cool guy.
1: Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittsrow from NBA Jam. Woop boom shakalaka Wanna they come with it done if We drop it with no punishment? Nothing is covered with it, and what we cover with Others in love with the drug and his family just running it. Long as the public is coming then, we keep them coming. Wanna hate this?
0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to 48 Minutes. I am one of your hosts, Alex Derrickson, joined as always by Tim Daniel. What's up, guys? And Sean Mackey. Hello. Now, we have a special guest for us today. It is the voice that has ushered in a generation of arcade sports games. It is a voice that most of us have grown up hearing through our televisions, through most of the adult, teenage, and child years of our lives. The voice of NBA Jam, the man on fire himself, Mr. Tim Kitzrow.
1: From downtown Chicago, it's Tim Kitsrow from NBA Jam and NFL Blitz and MLB Slugfest and NHL Hits and a whole boatload of others. How you guys doing?
0: That was like my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was amazing.
1: Shut <laughs> it down. That's all we needed. Well, that was that was totally unnecessary, but a whole lot of fun to watch. <laughs> that was called the NFL Blitz favorite for you guys who don't remember. we oh, <laughs> oh, we remember. He right just there. ripped his head off. That oh, was just his helmet. Darn it
0: tim first off thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to to talk with us today uh this is i'm i'm excited i think all three of us are excited so uh let's just get right into it absolutely so tim uh i read on the internet you used to be a chicago bulls fan are you still a fan big time it's it's hard to
1: uh maintain the level of Passion and excitement from the Jordan years. I was uh, living in Albany, upstate New York, in the 80s, and uh, Phil Jackson was coaching the Albany Patroons for the uh, CBA League at the time, and he won a championship yeah. there. Yeah. I moved to Chicago, and he came here uh, and took over the Bulls basically in 87, 88, uh, Doug Collins first. So it was kind of like my hometown guy from New York. And, uh, Jordan was coming on and, you know, it was, it was the only game in town, even in the early days, watching him to have that excitement of, uh, seeing him come up. And I was in Los Angeles actually doing a little theater in 84 when he was in the Olympics. And so there was that buzz. And then to come back here to Chicago a few years later and just riding the, that wave of, uh, you know, getting past, uh, Cleveland and then getting past the Pistons. And yeah, that was, that was, uh, my life
0: back then. So that's pretty awesome. Not I think as that was much a all- ab-
1: yeah, that no, was that was, that was all of our lives. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. I was just watching uh, NBA TV. They were, you know, they had the whole panel on discussing the the great teams of the 80s and the 90s and it was uh, interesting, you know, who were the who were the second best teams, you know, was it Utah, was it New York, you know, did Phoenix really have a chance and, you know, comparing to today's uh, uh teams. So, that yeah, was a great time to be be in Chicago, be a Bulls fan. So, and that was obviously the inspiration to a lot for a lot of the NBA Jam stuff uh, because you know every week I'd watch uh, the Bulls with Marv Albert, game of the week, the excitement level, you know, playing the Pistons, and when Vinny uh, Johnson would come in off the bench, he was known as the human microwave, and that's where the he's heating up, he's on fire. Uh, Marv used to say. So the, the the early inspirations were definitely based on that excitement level that Marv Albert had, and we were just trying to take. <laughs> the lexicon from you know the game of the week with marv albert and put that adrenaline in with my own twist on it and uh, and the rest is history as they say
0: so i i we all uh did some brushing up on everything and uh read a an article that vice had, had written about you uh and a thing that we didn't know was that you actually wrote the commentary for mlb slugfest Right, yes, yeah. wrote and yeah, that
1: yeah, that, I started. Actually, it was NFL Blitz was the first one that I got uh, writing duties for, and then Slugfest, uh, uh complete writing duties. I, I shared a little bit with some of the other guys doing some of the more, you know, filling in the, you know, the technical stuff, and the rosters. But, but basically, all the, you know, play-by-play commentary with uh, Kevin Matthews uh, was written by me.
0: The, uh, the the one thing I wanted to ask is, given the the recent rise in esports and competitive gaming, you know, with stuff like the NBA making a recent investment with their own esports league and things like that would you ever consider you know lending your your face and your voice to do an esports commentary
1: Uh, absolutely but there's something that might happen uh i met the uh, president of uh the big three league roger mason jr was a former uh, chicago bull and he was the head of the players association and uh he said that once they start up their league and get going that they're going to do a, a video game and of course that league, three on three, and some of the former, you know, stars Allen Iverson and all those guys uh, would make for a great video game. And their the, their game itself is going to be, you know, much more like an arcade game that three on three. Uh, and I'm hoping to do highlights for those guys as well.
0: So, um, kind of to reiterate earlier, you kind of mentioned being a Bulls fan. And that was a lot of influences for your Embry Jam. Now, the creator of the game did a Q and A on Reddit a couple months ago, where he said that he did actually make a, a version of the game with Michael Jordan in it that was never released. Can you confirm yeah. or deny that you did any Michael Jordan NBA Jam commentary that's out there?
1: Uh, absolutely, we were. We you know got that call. I remember Mark came to me and he said, you know, we got a call from uh, uh, Jordan or Jordan's people and Peyton and and Gary and. Uh, was it uh the baseball player uh up in seattle uh who am i thinking of the home run hitter ken griffey uh all three of them wanted you know wanted to be in the game so we had to record you know stuff for them for their name specific you know jordan 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 (laughs) etc so we we put it together sent it off to them they got a a, they each got a cabinet it's out there and i was talking with mark recently and we're going to see if what the legality is for him being able to release that uh uh as maybe just for the internet you know from a, a couple highlights of the game or if it could ever be released of course uh, EA Sports holds the license now but we were hoping to be able to leak some and maybe a few screenshots and uh you know I'll keep you informed but uh, he's hoping to to be able to do something with that I mean what a great thing after all these years coming up on the 25th anniversary if they could release that original version with him in it that would be like uh you know <laughs> One of the greatest uh, coups in in, uh, video game history to have something like that, Uh, you know, a a secret Easter egg surprise dropped on everybody, all the jam fans. Right. Uh, Might take a a big, uh, uh, you know, uh, protest to EA Sports and everybody sign a petition (laughs) to let them, (laughs) let them do it. But they've kind of dropped the, uh, their interest in the the jam that we did in 2010 and 11 uh, NBA jam on fire uh, they haven't updated the rosters for a couple of years. So unfortunately, they, you know, they just uh, kind of let it, let it sit there. So uh, that's a shame. In the meantime, though, I've been able to pick up a lot of uh, momentum with NBA teams uh, the last few years. I started working with the Houston Rockets a couple of years ago, did a highlight video for them uh, on the back-to-back 20th anniversary of the Rockets championship and a night where Harden at 50 points, I did a highlight video on their Jumb- Jumbotron and the video uh, won the best uh, game sports presentation video for all four major league sports that's year. that year and now i'm working with the golden state warriors if you guys uh, want you can go to the warriors uh, blog uh and uh dub jam i've done uh highlights for their uh for two of their playoff series and i'll be doing one after the finals uh, i'm working with bleacher report right now doing uh highlights after each nba game so we've got two of those and i'll be recording the next one tonight they send it to me their highlights at about five or six in the morning <laughs> And I stay Jeez. up and uh, write and record it. So that's been a lot of fun. And the interesting thing about that is instead of doing actual game highlights, they're doing an NBA Jam EA Sports kind of version with all the, you know, the paste on heads. Uh, so it's a lot of fun. You guys should check that out. It's, it's NBA uh, hashtag NBA Finals Jam uh, on Instagram or their Facebook. And it's also on the Harlem Globetrotters site. Uh, the Harlem Globetrotters, they uh, did a Harlem Globetrotters kind of version, the last one. Because they were running circles around the uh, the Cavaliers, so it kind of fit perfectly. They even have the uh, uh, music from the uh, Harlem Globetrotters and wearing the Harlem Globetrotter shorts. The Warriors are
0: so out, out of out of all the games that are you know in your your pantheon of of voiceover work, the one I probably spent the most time was surprising was was uh, NHL hits. And so, what I kind of wanted to, to ask you is, I know Jam is more of what you're known for, but was there a game? That you definitely prefer doing over the other. Well,
1: actually, hits was the biggest challenge because I'm I'm not a uh, huge hockey fan. The names are really difficult because all those Eastern European players. There might might be like two balls <laughs> between 700 players. I will Christian let you know you,
0: you aced the shit out of Yeiserman.
1: Uh Yizerman, Yizerman from the blue line. But,
0: we I'm did. I again. think there this were
1: 10, great. ten, ten <laughs> different inflections for each of those guys. And it was it was murderers row just being able to keep up that energy. Uh, I was out in Vancouver working uh, several sessions, you know, four hour days and just ripped me up. Uh, it was, so, as I said, that was more of a challenge, but it was great fun. But Slugfest has been my favorite because of uh, the comedy content that I was able to write and working with Kevin Matthews, who's a, a legend in Chicago, who's a stand-up guy who came up with Seinfeld and all those guys. And uh, he had this great character on-air personality, Jimmy Shorts, the, his sports guy. And uh, we were able to put uh, improvised 40- uh, to 60-second bits in the front of every load screen, which had never been done in a video game before. And I'm sure you guys have heard some of those. But those those are priceless. And uh, they're on YouTube, uh, Tim and Jim Funny Comments. You can find those there.
0: Um. So... Tim, again, like we said, thanks for joining us. And those who are just catching on, this is Tim Kitzer from NBA Jam joining us. Um, Mutant League football is coming back. And from what we hear, you're, you have a name attached to that. What is, uh, can you give us any details on that?
1: Yeah, it's a, a real exciting project. Uh, the creator, uh, Michael Menheim, uh, original creator, ended up uh, uh, of working with EA. They had the title. For a number of years, uh, back in the day, there was a Saturday morning cartoon show, Mutant Football League. They had action figures, cards, everything else. But once again, EA kind of just like left it sit there on the shelf. They didn't really get behind it. In the last few years, a lot of fans were saying, "Hey, let's do a remake." So in the NFL Blitz that I did in 2014, I think uh, we did a little bit at the end, a little taste of Mutant Football League, but. Uh, once again, it, uh, EA kind of dropped things on there. So he actually got his attorneys to get him the rights back. And we're going from ground up. We're building the whole thing. I'm doing uh, all the, well, not all the writing. I'm doing most of the writing uh, along with Michael, a couple of other writers, uh, and doing the, the, the voice work for it. So incredibly exciting. I think it's, it's going to be something that really fills the void for all the gamers who grew up on arcade sports games because it's re- real crazy, real fast way over the top and uh the unfortunate thing about the last blitz we did for ea was that the nfl cracked down on all the violent late hits etc so it kind of took the fun out of that that crazy over the top style but we're back here with mutant football league and it's anything goes it's r-rated it has a lot of good you know like uh, adult swim comedy central kind of you know cartoon network like crazy crazy stuff and situations and you know more more risque and and we're able to just really have a ball it's it's fantastic
0: yeah tim i have one final question for you uh we uh, read on your on your uh, article you did a few years ago on vice uh, dot com uh that you were actually part of uh, the second city conservatory in uh, chicago uh, what yeah. was that experience like it was great.
1: I had my own comedy uh, uh, improv group out in New York um, after college. I was a classically trained actor, but I always uh, gravitated co- toward comedy. And we would perform in, uh, you know, all kinds of places doing, uh, you know, improv. And I had, I bought a video camera back in like 81 or 82, you know, probably the original uh, camcorder that weighed about 100 pounds and was a portable pack. <laughs> <laughs> and made videos, and uh, so I said, you know what, I want to further this, so I came to Chicago, studied at Second City, all the who's who that you guys know from, you know, Steve Carell, uh, Stephen Colbert, Tina Fey, uh, Tim Meadows, Chris Farley, they were all there, uh, I would often audition with uh, Steve and all those different guys, uh, Joe Flynn, so it was an exciting time to be here to see the best of the best, Dave Pasquazi. And, you know, they, they went their routes and it, it's a hard nut to crack. You know, either you go to a Saturday Night Live or you move to L.A., get stuff going. And I was fortunate that uh, I got involved with uh, Midway Games in and Williams and Ballet and, and doing the pinball games. And that led right into uh, NBA Jam Blitz and, and the rest of those things. So I was able to take that fun of, uh, you know, improv and comedy and writing and put it together to do something that uh, no one else had done, uh, really being kind of a, a voice of a generation a voice of all four major league sports. So it worked out pretty well in the end. And I'm, I'm very happy that it did.
0: Well, Tim, it has been a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you again for taking time out of your schedule to, to speak with us. Uh, yeah. If you want to take, if you want to take a minute or two, where can, where can the kids find you on the internet?
1: Yeah, go to Timkitsrow.com uh K I T Z R O W Tim com. I've got a website has most of my clips. Uh, that I've done for the Rockets, ESPN. I was a guest on Sports uh, Sports Nation. They were doing highlights a few years ago. I did a dunk highlights video in 2013. So lots, lots of fun stuff. And uh, watch for that Mutant Football League. Uh, it's it's going to be a great, great game. And uh, uh, I can't thank you guys enough for taking time to check in. It's It's been a, a great run recently for me. Uh, just to let you know also, there was a book just came out called uh, Game Changers, 50 greatest uh, moments in uh, uh, basketball and they had NBA Jam as one of them because it brought in a whole new legion of you know young teenagers and kids that got to know all the other teams and players in the NBA which they wouldn't have otherwise because there wasn't all the uh, you know channels and cable channels and constant games and and internet Uh, so that was uh, one of the 50 most important moments and there's also a book on NBA Jam coming out in the fall and a a insert coin uh, documentary uh, independent film documentary uh that i just did an interview for that'll be coming out and uh sports illustrated is doing a big spread on nba jam which will be out i think late june or early july they interviewed me for an hour and i'm going out to do a video shoot with them they want me to go on a playground uh and start doing some nba jam calls we might even involve some of the uh, big three uh guys the iverson the guys for the Bro- from the brooklyn team uh, to do some of that so lots of fun and i'll be doing uh the la clippers next year an nba jam theme night and working with some other teams i did the wizards this year so lots of fun stuff it's great to have fans out there and certainly for you guys to to still be remembering the game fondly and and knowing that there's still uh, more 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 good stuff to come
0: well, this has been the Forty Eight Minutes podcast. It is the conversational NBA podcast. It does post every single Friday on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And if you like what you hear and you want to hear a little more, you can just click that little subscribe button on your podcast app and have it delivered to you every single week, with no hassle. I am on Twitter at PressX to Alex. Tim is Tim Daniel five one eight. Sean is Sean underscore Mackey, and Tim, I believe you are Tim underscore Kitsrow. Until next time, that's right. Do the thing.
1: 48 minutes, buy it now, boom shakalaka.